The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. Today is Sunday, January 24th, 2021. On this day in 2006, 20-year-old Banaz Mahmood was murdered. Far from mourning, her family felt her death was justified. In fact, they'd ordered the slaying themselves. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the gruesome murder of Iraqi Kurdish immigrant Banaz Mahmood. Let's go back to South London, England on the morning of January 24, 2006. At the sound of persistent knocking on the door, 20-year-old Banaz rose from the couch and immediately hesitated. She had a bad feeling in the pit of her stomach, though she tried to calm herself. Her father had promised that if she returned home, he wouldn't murder her. It was true that girls like her had been slain in so-called honor killings for much less than the crimes she'd committed, but Banaz wanted to believe her father. Besides, it wasn't as if she was home alone. Her older sister, Beza, was upstairs with her baby. There was no way that anyone in their traditional Kurdish-Iraqi community would harm her with a mother and child so close by. So Banaz opened the door. She saw the three men standing outside her apartment and instantly understood that her father had lied. He intended to make her pay for everything she'd done to him. The Mahmoud family were British immigrants. They fled Kurdish persecution under Saddam Hussein and obtained asylum in England in the 1990s. But over a decade later, they were still attached to the traditions of the old country, customs that dictated a father had the right to handpick his daughter's husband, even if said daughter was only 17 years old. For that reason, Banaz's father, Mahmoud Mahmoud, promised her to Ali Abbas in 2003. In his late 30s, Abbas was almost two decades older than Banaz. He was also cruel. One time he slapped Banaz so hard that her tooth flew out of her mouth, all because she dared call him by his first name in front of his friends. Abbas also raped Banaz at will. She later said, it was like I was his shoe that he could wear whenever he wanted to. Banaz told her family about Abbas's abuse, but they insisted she stay in the marriage. But Banaz refused to succumb to a life of brutality. So two years later, in 2005, 19-year-old Banaz left Abbas and returned home. Sometime after that, she met Ramat Suleimani. 
Unlike Abbas, who was cold and rigidly traditional, Ramat was charming and laid back. It's no surprise then that he and Benaz soon began a relationship in secret. Their young love was filled with flirtatious texts and stolen kisses, which landed Benaz in her father's crosshairs. A family friend saw her giving Ramat a brief peck on the cheek. He allegedly photographed the couple and texted the picture to Mahmoud, who was horrified. He barely survived the shame brought on by her sister, Bakal. Bakal was a rebel. She wore snakeskin jeans and ripped off her headscarf once she was out of the house and far from her father's disapproving eyes. But it wasn't until Bakal started dating her British Jamaican boyfriend that Mahmoud's disapproval took a macabre turn. In March 2002, Mahmoud sent his only son, Baman, to meet up with Bakal in a local car park. The confrontation was cordial enough until she rose to leave. At that point, Baman hit her hard on the back of the head with a dumbbell he'd pulled from his backpack. Bakal looked at her brother, shocked and bleeding. Baman told his sister that she must allow him to kill her. She was bringing shame on the family, and their father had paid him to put an end to her behavior. Horrified, Bacal ran, knowing that if she returned home, she might be killed. After the attack, Mahmoud was apparently castigated by the people in his community. They questioned his manhood, his honor, not for trying to kill his daughter, but for failing to raise her correctly. What kind of man produced such a wayward child? Ashamed, Mahmoud would control the rest of his daughters with an iron fist. If they resisted, there would be consequences. This was a lesson Benaz learned firsthand. After she was allegedly photographed kissing Ramat, her father called an emergency family meeting with his brother, Ari. Though Ari was younger than Mahmoud, his many successful businesses in South London and his tight-fisted control over his children made him the de facto head of the family. And on hearing about yet another of his older brother's daughters misbehaving, Ari was disgusted. He didn't bother to hide that he thought Mahmoud's failure to control his girls was due to his inherent weakness as a man. Allegedly, at that meeting, it was decided Banaz had to die. But Mahmoud's first attempt to murder his daughter didn't go as planned. On New Year's Eve, Mahmoud invited Banaz to a party at her grandmother's house. Almost immediately upon arriving, Mahmoud seized her phone. Then he donned surgical gloves, but it wasn't until her father began forcing her to drink brandy that Banaz knew her life was in danger. After breaking through a window, she managed to escape. Banaz made it all the way to a nearby cafe before she finally collapsed from forced inebriation. A few days later, Mahmoud apologized and begged Banaz to return home. And for whatever reason, she agreed. Perhaps she believed he was sorry. But soon, Banaz realized the lengths her father was willing to go to in order to restore his so-called honor. 
Coming up, Banaz is betrayed by her father. Listeners, this month marks 60 years since John F. Kennedy became the 35th president of the United States, ushering his already prominent family into the highest enclaves of political power. But behind their storied successes lie secrets and scandals so severe, if it were any other lineage, they would have been left in ruin. This January, to commemorate this iconic milestone, dig into the dramas of a real-life American dynasty in the Spotify original from Parcast, The Kennedys. This exclusive series from Spotify features your favorite ParCast hosts, including me, covering every angle of the Kennedys from shows like Conspiracy Theories, Unsolved Murders, Crime Countdown, and others. Assassinations and conspiracies, corruption and cover-ups, international affairs, and extramarital ones, too. Examine all of the Kennedy family's most controversial moments, all in one place. You can binge all 12 episodes of this limited series starting on Tuesday, January 19th. Follow The Kennedys free and exclusively on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, back to the story. On January 24th, after returning home on her father's behest, 20-year-old Banaz Mahmood opened the door to three men, Mohammed Marid Hama, Mohammed Saleh Ali, and Omar Hussein. They'd been sent there by her father and uncle, and though Banaz's sister Beza was upstairs with her baby, the three men shoved their way into the house. Beza almost certainly overheard what was happening downstairs, but she made no attempt to call police. Instead, for two hours, the men tortured and raped Banaz. Then they tied a bootlace around her neck and attempted to strangle her to death. When, after 30 minutes, Banaz was still breathing, one of the men stomped on her neck until she died. There was nothing honorable about this brutal murder or the men who carried it out. The horror only continued after Banaz's death. The men stuffed her body into a suitcase. They buried it in a garden in Birmingham. Then they left her there, unmarked and forgotten. At least, that was what they hoped. When Banaz's boyfriend, Ramat, didn't hear from her, he immediately feared that she'd been murdered by her family. So he contacted the police. Initially, they didn't take his concerns seriously, but Ramat wouldn't let up. He later said, I was harassing the cops. I know I felt inside of me that Banaz was gone. After following up on Ramat's leads, the police discovered that he was right. Though their investigation was said to be impeded at every turn by the larger Kurdish community in South London, they were able to unearth Banaz's body. 
Shortly after, the cops managed to uncover enough evidence to arrest her father, her uncle, and the three men who carried out their deadly instructions. Their court cases took place over the course of three years. All five were charged with murder and sentenced to life in prison. Benaz's boyfriend, Ramat, was so traumatized by her death, he took his own life in 2016. And Benaz's sister, Bacal, still lives in fear for her life. After all, honor killings are still carried out with some regularity, and though her father is locked away in prison, his deranged view of manhood is far from detained. Sadly, he never understood that he was the only one bringing his family shame. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite Spotify originals from Parcast, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. Fact-checking by Bennett Logan. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Fact. Fiction. Fame. Discover the real story behind one of history's most formidable families in the Spotify original from Parcast, The Kennedys. Remember, you can binge all 12 episodes starting on Tuesday, January 19th. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify.